0: To some drivel. I am your host, JT. Joining me in this very first episode, I am so excited to be able to welcome the lovely, talented uh, Justine Huxley, voice of Watson from Apex Legends. Uh, Justine, say hello. Hello, bonjour. <laughs> yes, you got to the French already. Fantastic. Um, so, I mean, obviously the most important thing that I have to ask you right now is, uh, you know, we're all, the world is a, is a crazy place right now. We're all kind of in isolation. And something that we've found is, you know, given that, you know, we have to be economical with things like food purchasing and, you know, being smart with our meals. Have you, have you found anything like really strange that you've started eating as a result of being, you know, cooped up at home?
1: No, I'm trying to eat as healthy as I possibly can because um, it's so important to keep our immunity up during this crazy time. Yes. I'm trying not to eat too much sugar. Uh, I am making some muffins. That's, you know, what I'm doing, but I'm trying to make a lot of soups. I love soup. It's so, you know, if you, if you can do it right, it's so nutritious. I'm trying to eat a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruits. Um, it's citrus season right now. So I'm loving the sumo citrus, the, all the oranges, the cara caras, you know, All that good stuff.
0: (laughs) No idea how happy it makes me that we've now turned the opening moments of this podcast into a healthy eating PSA. I'm so, (laughs) so pleased about this. Actually, speaking of which, I saw you guys, you put out a video and all of your fellow Apex Legends actors have been doing this. How did that start? This, this sort of, everyone's kind of been just checking in on Twitter, which is just a lovely idea. Everyone's been
1: checking in. We've got a great text chain going with our, with our legends. I love them so much. Everyone is so nice so humble, so sweet, so funny. Um, And uh, Chris Edgerly started it, who plays, uh, he's the voice of Pathfinder. And he asked everyone if they could share what they were doing and just a little words of encouragement for everyone who's going through this. Um, So he was the catalyst for all this. And he's just so talented and so sweet. Um, And uh, we're actually, I don't know if you saw Chris's video, but we're actually planning on doing a little something that I can't talk about yet, but uh, Ooh, we've exciting. been, yeah, some of the legends have been talking about it and uh, this was sort of the start of it.
0: Oh, that's so, so I'm
1: very, very excited about it. That's yeah. so <laughs> lovely
0: to hear that. Cause I mean, I suppose, especially with the nature of the work you do that often it is quite nomadic, you know, you're recording separately. I, I imagine it's quite rare that you're recording in the same room with the rest of your cast. Yeah,
1: We actually never record uh, together. Right. We always record separately. So when I see them, it's, after my session or before a session when the next person is coming in or leaving. Um, so yeah, I, I love them so much. Uh, the only one I haven't met is Chantel, but she seems super nice too. We've been texting through the group text chain. Um, but yeah, everyone is, is awesome. And, uh, we've done karaoke together that I organized, which awesome. was a blast.
0: <laughs> that, is yeah. so, that is so <laughs> wholesome and lovely. That's such a great concept. Cause also I suppose it it, that great. I feel like you guys then are the exception rather than the rule because, you know, sometimes particularly in the kind of work that you do, I don't just mean necessarily voice acting, but acting generally, it can be, it's a very competitive field. So that can breed a certain uh, kind of personality type and there can be friction, right? So the fact that you guys actually get along is, is really lovely, actually. It's really nice.
1: Thanks. Yeah. You know, I feel with voice actors, especially there's a lot of camaraderie. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, you know, patting each other on the back and cheering each other on because especially in this game, I think all of us actors are so different. All of our voice types are so different. Our right. characters are so individualized and unique, um, that i feel I don't feel any competition with any of them, so I, I really appreciate that.
0: That's lovely, and I think that comes across yeah. too in the way that the way that you guys interact—not just with each other, but with your fan base. I think that's really—it's really prevalent and really obvious that that is the vibe amongst you guys. So, um, all credit to you for that, because again, I think there's there is that element that you know the the internet community, the online community, is ninety percent lovely, but there is that there can be that sort of undercurrent of toxicity, and you guys seem to cut through that, which is um, just really lovely thanks for, oh thanks <laughs> th- thanks for that <laughs> um so i mean I, I i've been looking obviously in researching for our interview i i was I, i'm by the way just full disclosure i'm a huge apex fan so i've i've been oh, i'm so glad been following the game since launch i know this will seem like i'm making this up but i promise i'm not um watson is definitely my main uh, oh
1: i'm so glad to hear <laughs> i know i know this sounds
0: it's, that sounds like i've just like thrown that into like, no
1: you know that was the correct answer. So Thank there you, you go.
0: Thank you. I pass. <laughs> um, and, and unfortunately, I have friends that will corroborate this, so it's all good. Um, but I, I, it's it's such a you know it it's such a unique title in that uh, for a, for a battle royale multiplayer to have story and character be the things that really define it. It's so surprising, and I think that's what's so exciting about the work you do on it. But of course, you know, in in researching for this, I, I wanted to look at some of the other roles you've done and of course the classic trip to imdb because uh, why not um i have to ask about this uh and i'm fascinated by uh a listing of you being in grand theft auto 5.
1: I'm. I play some. I play a bunch of different roles in that. Very small, but I did play it a couple of times, and I have been able to find my
0: voice. No way. Screaming.
1: Yes, yeah, screaming for help. <laughs> I have <laughs> had many friends who play the game that have run me over many times. They get so excited when Good they run Lord. me over. <laughs> that that opens that... up a
0: whole nother set of questions. That I don't think we have time for. <laughs> um, because it is listed as you saying as playing uh, the local population.
1: Yeah. Is that, so that means that uh, I just play a bunch of different tiny roles.
0: Fantastic. So like is, yeah. like the civilians and people walking around in the city. Exactly.
1: Exactly. That's <laughs>
0: awesome. you know cuz okay so one of my dreams in life is to be um, a red shirt on Star Trek, which is you know like the background characters that get like they always yeah. beam, like, they beam down with Captain Kirk and they always they're the ones that normally get killed off. That would be like that <laughs> to, to be like a random background person would be like it'd be such a treat. So like how does uh, it, how does the audition for that kind of job work i imagine that is a little different to something like watson which is a you know a much more you know in terms of like front being front and center that's a big role so how does is there a difference in that audition process for those two kinds of roles
1: there actually was a huge difference because i actually didn't audition for grand theft auto um which was kind of crazy Uh, i didn't know it was grand theft auto at all I had no idea. It was under a totally different code name. Um, I don't even remember the code name at this point. But uh, I have an animation demo um, of a bunch of different characters. I probably have about 13 or 14 characters on my animation demo. My voiceover agents uh, pitched me for it um, for the game and sent over my demo and they booked me right then there because I can do a lot of different, uh, voices and a lot of different accents. So, um, I didn't audition for Grand Theft Auto at all, which is kind of amazing.
0: <laughs> that is, that's incredible. the fact that you yeah. like it was your versatility that got you that, those roles. That's really interesting.
1: Yeah. I was really lucky with that one.
0: So what's your, what's your background then? Like, cause obviously, you know, did you come through traditional theater acting?
1: I did. Yeah, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. I went to the L.A. County High School for the Arts. Um, it's a performing arts high school, kind of like it's kind of like the sister school to fame, the fame high school in New York. Um, and uh, it was an incredible high school. You had to audition to get in. It was it was a free high school, a public high school, but it was run by the county. Um, it's still going. Uh, it's run by the county. So you have to audition to get in. Um, so it's amazing. Kids came from all over LA County, some even from Orange County. Um, some of my friends would drive an hour and a half every day to get to school. I drove wow. an hour, an hour there, an hour back every day. And uh, it was academic classes in the morning from usually eight to twelve thirty. And then from one thirty to four, we had lunch at twelve thirty. from one thirty to four, we would have our arts classes, our theater classes, and then, Sometimes we would have rehearsals after four. So, yeah, sometimes we wouldn't get out of school for rehearsals until ten o'clock at night. It was kind of crazy. <laughs> the
0: thing though, when it's something you love, it's ho- it's so easy it's something to make you that, love you
1: just yeah' it's,
0: it's so easy to make that investment, right? because it's not totally. it's not like you're having to be won over at that point. Um, it's mm-hmm. something because so my uh, you know, other job is I'm a, a, a writer director for the Hackney Youth here in London. Um, it's, oh, a, great. it's a theater school in in uh, in Stoke Newington. Uh, shout out to those guys by the way uh, and um uh it's something you know I, i'm so grateful for with the students i work with is that you know they don't 50 uh, percent of the job of a normal teacher is they have to motivate their their students and their actors sure. and, and with these guys these kids that i get to work with because they choose to be there there isn't that hurdle to overcome they genuinely mm-hmm. are passionate about it and is that did you find that going to somewhere like that that's quite specialist did you find that that was the attitude with your peers and your classmates
1: Definitely. Everybody wanted to be there. I would say more of my friends from high school ended up sticking to the arts, some, some kind of profession in the arts, than from my conservatory in college, my acting conservatory in college, which you would think might be the other way around. Right. But uh, so many of my friends were spread out from high school, went all over um, the country, um, some, you know, London, some, you know, New York – LA. Wow. Uh, and so many of my friends have been on Broadway, have been on TV shows, voiceover, film, um, opera, uh, concerts. They've done, um, dancers that have gone on to do ballet or modern dance. That's crazy. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of my friends is a fashion designer who was in the visual arts program at my high school. Just really incredible work. Um, and even if they're not performing and in the spotlight they could be behind the scenes and doing something still in the arts or producing one of my friends is now an artistic director of a theater company um so she decided not to act anymore but she's still involved and she's fantastic such an interesting part um, of like of
0: your career is like and and your education is that you know all of your friends have like exploded into like successful shrapnel they've just kind of gone Mm -hmm. to all these different um, backgrounds was it was there ever any interest from you to be on the more production behind the scenes side or was it was it kind of inevitable that you would end up either you know, do it in front of the camera or on stage or uh, voice acting was it was performance always the goal
1: performance was always the goal for me ever since i was a little kid um i've always been performing in front of friends family members when i was six years old i booked my first
0: commercial um <laughs> nice. so what was, it? Yeah, what was it if you don't mind was, me asking? It,
1: It was a brawny paper towel commercial.
0: (laughs) Incredible.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so I've always I've always wanted to do that. I I did take a directing class in high school for about a year with an incredible teacher. Her name um, was Flora Plum. And uh, she she just opened my eyes to a new type of uh, you know, working in the arts because I had never done behind the scenes before. And I right. loved that so much. Um, and I was so happy to do that. It would be, I would love to direct at some point, not anytime soon. Cause I'm <laughs> loving what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I didn't think about voiceover until after college, actually. Um, I went to college for theater and thought, you know, I'm going to stay in New York. I went to New York for college, thought I'm going to stay in New York. I'm, I'm going to try and be on Broadway. You know, I was trying to do, um, musical theater and straight plays and didn't think about voiceover at all until I moved back to LA. I'm from Los Angeles. I moved back to LA, uh, to kind of figure out what I wanted to do na- next after I did a national tour of a musical, um, that went all over the country, 14 different States and decided, you know, what am I going to do next? And my cousin, Uh, is a voiceover actor. um, And he suggested, why don't you take some voiceover classes while you're in LA? I think you'd be really good because you're a singer. You've got that kind of musicality with your voice. Um, Take some voiceover classes and make a commercial demo and then I'll submit you to my agent. And things kind of went from there. And I just loved it so much and um, still was doing theater in LA, but uh, the voiceover really is what kind of took off for me. And I just found it so much fun and, um, and a great community. Like, like you said before, people, people in the voiceover community are really um, kind and supportive, which I really appreciate.
0: That's so lovely to hear. And also, you know, I know know it's a cliche to say that, you know, um, it's kind of who you know, but it does sound like, you know, that that it's a cliche sometimes, because it's true. Because if you you know that, they recommended you take those courses, and it kind of snowballed from there. So it's it's mm-hmm. fascinating, isn't it, how that your you know your trajectory can be shaped so much, even by a single person, just like planting an idea. Um, so that's yeah, that's what an amazing like and also really unexpected fork in the road for you to end up now yeah. doing this. Is there, do you do you think that this may, given the the work you've um, done on Apex and the work you're getting now, is do you think this is kind of potentially the, w- where you're heading? At least in, maybe in the short to medium term, is voice acting going to be the focus?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably been the focus for me for at least the last five or six years Um, Yeah, I I still do some theater, but you can't really make that much of a living doing theater in Los Angeles It's more smaller theaters or you have to be an on-camera celebrity to really um, make to really be in those bigger shows Um, or they audition From New York, and the New York actors come and play some of the smaller characters, or um, they'll bring like a tour to come to LA. Um, of a musical, so I love. I still love doing theater. I do concerts still in LA. Um, I'm involved with this one concert called Miscast, where we sing songs that we are totally wrong for. It's a, it's so much fun. <laughs> oh, please! Um, turn um, I've into played a reality show, please. Oh, it's so great. I've played men. I've played people of the wrong age, wrong. You know, everything wrong about it. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's a charity concert. We, we perform, um, and give profits to the project angel food charity, which is an incredible charity oh, that that's I just love. Yeah. Um, so I do that every few months, um, and, uh, I still do some other concerts. I just did a Disney concert a couple months ago of Disney songs. So I still love to sing and, and I don't want to give that up. That's really so lovely, I'm glad can still, I can still do that. Yeah. You yeah. still
0: got that touchstone to that. And that's, and also obviously <laughs> with what you're saying about the, the fundraising efforts, that's something that's very, very timely with what's going on right now. So, um, yep, and, and yep. the fact that you could do that through your art is, is, you know, that's the icing on the cake quite literally. Um, yeah. So you've actually uh, allowed me to segue so beautifully <laughs> um, because um, I wanted to ask you about the the process now. You know, given that voice acting has been this important thing and this this defining aspect of your career, particularly in the last few years. Um, looking at something like Apex, which is so it's so content driven. It's driven by its seasons, where there's new characters launching and obviously map changes and changes to the meta. Um, when they bring you in for a recording, do you end up recording like quips and in you know, a weapon specific lines like all in a in like a batch so like several seasons worth or are you kind of constantly in and out every time a new season's prepping to launch do they get you back in
1: Yeah pretty much every time a new season is is uh is coming out we we usually just record that season because right. it takes a long time to write and a long time to animate um so yeah usually we we'll, we go in um, every time they want to record for a new season, but it's way in advance. Like, like we will, we will do it months and months and months in advance. Um, right. so, because they, they need so much time to work on it after they get our voice lines. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's really nice. I love being able to see them and hear about everything new that's going on yeah. and get the, you know, the inside Just scoop. Get I get love the that.
0: inside scoop. <laughs> Getting some yeah. scoops with scoops with Justine. I'm just going to put that out there as a YouTube channel idea. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, that actually, I think if I if I was in your position, I think that's what I'd prefer as well—is to have that constant kind of cycle of of going back in and reconnecting and uh, and and finding out what's new. Especially with your character, which is you know having having released after launch, there's so much more opportunity. I think for Watson and for you to to explore that down the line so um, definitely
1: i can't wait i know and today uh the bloodhound um short just came out did you yes. see that yet so i Ugh, literally incredible.
0: T- so we're recording on uh, on thursday night uh, uh on the second of april we uh, i watched that about 10 minutes before we <laughs> before we started talking
1: such, oh cool
0: such uh such an intriguing look at bloodhound's backstory so um,
1: emotional oh it yeah, was so I, well done I, I, I just loved it
0: every time i see one of these i'm just waiting for the netflix deal i'm waiting for them to go we're we're bringing this to a series <laughs> uh we would love that
1: oh, we would man. love
0: that I bet, i'm sure that's i'm sure that's come up in like a sort of theoretical conversation between in your group chat with the actors you must have been like wouldn't it be cool if they must be, loads oh, of it would going be so
1: on. cool we would we would all you know sign up immediately if that happened right, but right, we have right. no idea if that'll happen
0: <laughs> yeah i know i suppose but that's the great yeah. thing too is that if the game is already doing it so well there's an argument to be made is put the effort there right if they're, if yeah. they're able to do this um i've always thought that the the apex has some of the best launch trailers in gaming right now like every time oh, a season totally. drops, the
1: trailers are incredible the ah, pr right. team too is so good with that
0: yeah the marketing
1: team, oh, I love them to have that yeah
0: you look at the stuff that happened just coming into the last season with forge, you know the big fake out that he was uh, loved it he was killed so off. Good. i I have a yes. like, the prevailing theory is that that's gonna he's gonna come back in a sort of like a limited time mode, you know like they do like every now and then something that's something I had like locked in my creative brain that somehow they would bring him back but um, i
1: honestly have no idea
0: <laughs> so cool. oh no i know I, <laughs> they don't
1: they, they try not to tell us everything because you know
0: <laughs> you don't want to be a leak at you, do you? you don't you don't wanna, exactly you, know, you don't want to uh, drop it out there. exactly but, uh, no
1: but i loved that whole forge revenant thing and and darren DePaul, uh the voice actor for revenant also voiced forge which i thought was uh, so cool no
0: way.
1: yeah yeah he's so talented we just love him
0: well yeah the fa- and again you i mean talk about your versatility you know in context of this seeing how different he sounds for both those roles that's so oh a... he
1: sounds so different yeah and and so different in real life too he's probably one of the nicest people i've ever met and he just plays this horrible villain it's just all about death and destruction and he's so <laughs> not like that in real life at all so <laughs> just want to let everyone know Jeremy yeah. Paul is one of the nicest men on earth. Before, he is not before Revenant. Start, yeah, before people
0: start writing in and claiming <laughs> that they've, they found a robotic hitman. man. Um, so uh, I want to just uh, hit pause for a moment to uh, give a shout out to uh, uh, just a couple of folks that are supporting this new podcast are our, our some drivel that we are, we are discussing, um, which by the way, I, I feel like I only realizing now how lovely this back and forth has been, Uh, how, much we undersell it by calling it that. <laughs> it's so it's some drivel really doesn't <laughs> doesn't give it the kudos it deserves. Uh, <laughs> but that's the joke. Uh, so I just want to give a quick shout out to um, the lovely folks at Altcar. Um, they are a uh, altcar.com. It's a gaming uh, news, reviews, previews, interview website. Those guys over there have been massively supportive of my efforts, um, and they have one of the best news teams anywhere. Uh, and I'll fight anyone that says otherwise. Uh, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Um, to the lovely folks at Game On Daily, who have been who instrumental in helping us uh, get the word out about Sumdribble, um, and also to collect questions for you, Justine, which we're coming to in a bit. Um, uh, the Both of those guys, you, you've been uh, amazing. So thank you so much. Plugging complete. We're now moving on. Uh, <laughs> so we have a segment. And by we have a segment, we've never done this before, so it is new. Uh, it's, uh, we have a segment that's going to be a regular thing on our podcast it's called The Bucket of Drivel. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at... Bu- uh, the drivel bucket. I nearly got my own handle wrong. That's not. That's not good etiquette. <laughs> um, it, on... I love
1: that. I love that it's called drivel. That to me, that's so British. One of my good friends is is British, and, and she says drivel all the time, and it, I just love that word. Nobody, nobody in LA says drivel. It's so great.
0: So, yeah, well, that's lovely to hear. That's re- that's. A, I, I'm like, <laughs> if if I was going to take anything as like a soundbite from this, it would be that. <laughs> just that on a loop forever. <laughs> um, also, it really helps because it was there wasn't. You know, there wasn't anything out there called some drivel. So it was really helpful getting the branding and being able to do that. So yeah, so we are we are on Twitter at the Dribble Bucket, and we were uh, collecting questions for Justine. Um, the weirder, the more obscure, the more creative, the better. That was the brief, and there are a few sort of interesting, like out of left field questions that I'm going to pose to you. But actually, they were all the great majority of them were actually really like quite you know in depth and, and wanting to dig deep and, and quite intelligently written, which I. Kind of wasn't prepared for, so I'm I'm just gonna kind of just throw these at you, and we'll just kind of quick fire it and see how we go. Is that is that cool?
1: Great, yeah.
0: Great. So, um, we had uh, a few people on Twitter talking about Watson's dialogue and the quips, which uh, is so great that we've got the quip wheel now in Apex that came in I think a season ago, where you can select and say some of each character's lines anytime you want. Such a great, uh, yeah, great feature. Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, now. <laughs> Get ready, everyone, for me to ruin the pronunciation of all these names, of all these handles on Twitter. <laughs> Prepare yourselves, and I apologize in advance for all of the names I'm about to mispronounce. Um, so, uh, Z- Z- Zatek1, it's already off to a flying start, Zatek1 <laughs> uh, asks, Did you create any of Watson's quips yourself?
1: I did not. The incredible writers at Respawn did all of the quip writing. Um, they are so thorough and detailed, and have the best backstory for her. And yeah, I didn't. I wish I did, but I definitely yeah. did not. I'm I'm so happy to say their words.
0: It's again, it's like a good problem, isn't it? When you've got just you've got writing that's that eloquent and that good and that creative. Totally. You just want to go. Yep, great. I will do my acting thing while you handle that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, uh, second question comes from, uh, the Modern Fairy, uh, Modern Fairy pops up a couple of times, actually, in our, uh, bucket of drivel. They have a couple of questions for you, uh, but about the, about your dialogue, uh, they're asking, are you good at impressions, uh, and could you attempt an impression?
1: Um, I've been, I've been working a little bit on my Chris Edgerly Pathfinder impression. Whoa,
0: wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Well, okay. So, uh, the wor- the world is ready.
1: Hi, friend. <laughs> that's, that's, my, <laughs> that's my
0: best friend. <laughs> the thing is, you picked the most perfect line. That's the most perfect line. And I can't wait for him to hear this. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Okay, so um, uh, Clapper Brandon on Twitter asked, uh, What is your favorite voice line for Watson and why? Oh, my gosh.
1: So many. I love, uh, you may be stronger, but I'm smarter. I love that one. Uh, well, um,
0: you could just drop into That's amazing. I didn't really just (laughs) drop into the accent. That's great.
1: I love that one. I love... uh, Probably my favorite is is the... Well, I mean, they're all... So many of them are electrical. But I love the one... um, uh, The... Well, this one isn't electrical, but I love... You're playing in my backyard now. Love that one. That's a great one. uh,
0: I think if we were going to pick a favorite, it would be the... um, High power, low power. How about no power?
1: Oh, that's a good one too.
0: Good one. That, Love it. That gets used if I if I have downed someone <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, and actually, this is it's quite good actually because uh, this is a good little segue here because um, uh, Lego White underscore on Twitter asked, um, is it hard to get into character or does the voice and emotion just come out? And we've kind of heard it already a little bit. So, is it something you can just drop into naturally?
1: I think because I've been playing this character a while, it's been. Gosh, I think I started recording last December. So about a year and a half ago, I started recording. So I feel like it's kind of in me now. Sometimes, um, every well, actually, every time I go in, they will play a reference of the voice. Um, and they usually do that if you're if you're doing a game or an animated series, um, and it's a it's something that you are not that you haven't been in for in in a bit. Um, they'll play a reference of of your voice um, for you so you can drop back into it. So that always really helps me a lot.
0: Nice. That's really yeah. that's a really helpful resource too, that they're kind of using Definitely. using your own body of work to help you then get back into character. That's really interesting. Um, Especially
1: for those of us that play a lot of different characters. Sure. Um, I, I know, you know, like Roger Craig Smith is on so many different shows, so many video games. All of the um, games. You know, all of the games <laughs> that, you know, I'm sure it's helpful for, for everybody to hear, oh, okay, it's it's this character now. Okay, right. let me get right back into it. But uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's one of my favorite characters I've ever done, Watson, because she's just so positive. She, uh, she's so energetic with the with all the quips and the puns, the energy puns. Um, electrical puns I just yeah. love it she's, she's so, so great so <laughs> cheerful I
0: think that's also lovely too it, in, in context yeah. of what's happening this like intense totally. you know, battle royale the fact that she's so, uh, <laughs> she's so cheerful it's so refreshing um, there's actually there's a, so a few people have been asking about your accent about the French accent which again is mm-hmm. is appropriate now again my the segues happening right now are just smooth as so um <laughs> uh, so Zatake again again I'm butchering his name Um, asks and actually 7470gaming uh, on Twitter was talking about you know the French accent well, you know is it a weird experience to use but also uh you know uh, as a wanted to know are you fluent in french
1: so i'm not fluent in french i took five years of french in el- uh not elementary school in middle school and high school so two years in middle school and three years in high school so i can speak conversational french um and i had my first french teacher was actually from alsace and she was very, very strict with our accents. If we didn't have good accents, we would get in big trouble, and we would have to, <laughs> you know, repeat everything many times. So, uh, so I, I had really good teachers, really good French teachers, and um, I think I learned from that. I also have a great uh, dialect coach that I studied from in college, uh, Lee Dillon. She's incredible, and um, and she has helped so much with so many different accents that I've had to do. In games and and animation and and theater pieces too, oh, so that helped a lot. Yeah, so it definitely I definitely had to to uh, to remember some of those old French phrases and <laughs> sometimes. Um, Sometimes they'll, sometimes the writers will say in a session, oh, Justine, can you translate that into French for us? And I'll be like, mm, I can do the first half of it, but not the second <laughs> half. So let me, let me take out the, you know, the internet. God, let put, me pull up the internet yeah, on my phone and, and translate. Yeah. <laughs> oh man,
0: that's that stressful. You know,
1: it, it's funny because. Allegra Clark, who's the voice of Bloodhound, actually went to uh, a French high school where I think she spoke pretty much nothing but French and she's completely fluent. So it's really interesting. Sometimes I'll ask her for uh, for some French help. But yeah, it's it's interesting that she's the one who's who's the fluent french with the, speaker yeah,
0: the, with the inbuilt database of knowledge That's yeah. crazy. so i wanted to yeah. read you i wanted to read you another tweet that popped up that really it's about the, the accent stuff um that i really liked. that i'm just it's not really a question it's just more of a statement um it's from uh, agent 40 underscore seven on twitter who just said um and i quote uh, i spent time listening to the voice lines how do you do it some are just Aww. funny <laughs> the trolls you know some some are inspirational are you French? The accent, the voice, the lines, everything is so on point. I just oh, thought that, I thought that was lovely. So
1: kind. Oh. Yeah, so sweet. I am, I actually do have French heritage. My great-grandfather on my father's side um is French, was French. Uh, I never got to meet him, unfortunately, but um he was a fighter pilot in World War One. Oh wow. Um yeah, and uh and so I, I've heard some stories about him, but, um, but yeah, I don't have anyone in my family that's currently living. That's French. Um, but I do, I do have some heritage, so maybe it's a little bit ingrained in me, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. What a lovely, um, six degrees of separation there as well. That's really crazy. Um, yeah. so, uh, here's something that came up a lot in our questions and I, I was, there's two actually there's two things in the community that really surprised me that I wasn't expecting. And it's why I want to ask you, um, Watson's hair
1: <laughs> came <laughs> I up. I always get asked about no that. No way. Okay. So that's like one of the, the top questions I get asked. That's so funny. It's okay, always so it's... Watson's hair. <laughs> uh,
0: that's uh, hilarious. Um, so um, uh, now this is, you're not helping me with these Twitter handles, guys. I really, okay. So s es... Esthinquism. s es That sounds like a cream <laughs> for like athlete's foot. Um, okay. So um, uh, I was wondering uh would you love to see watson with an outfit with her hair down or out and uh, uh 400 E pepper asks what does watson's hair look like under the cap i need answers this was an all, <laughs> an all caps tweet by the way so so let's if we look at the you know they were saying um as, as thin uh, that person was saying uh, <laughs> would you like to see uh, a skin an outfit with uh, with watson's hair revealed
1: Sure, I mean, (laughs) the artists are so fantastic. Anything they do to me is is just brilliant. It was so cool. The last time I went um, to visit Respawn with a couple of my other uh, voice actors, Um, we got to talk to the art department and meet a lot of the animators and it was so cool to get to see some of the new skins that they were working on. Can't say anything right now, but, um, but yeah, it was, it's, they're so talented. This game is made up of so many different people behind the scenes. Hundreds of people are are working on this game every day. Um, and the voice actors, you know, you hear us when you play every, every time you play, um, but, we're such a small part of it. and i and I know you know, a lot of us get so much credit for it. and uh, that's so kind and so sweet of the fans. but it's the, you know we don't we don't do this every day. We go in every few months and record for a few hours, and then we're done. we're We're on to our next projects. But the animators, the artists, the designers, um the producers, the day in, you day know out, right ev- every day for, yeah. you know, for so many hours, and they're the ones that work the hardest on this they're incredible
0: i think that's something too is that uh, it, i'm i'm glad you brought that up because i think it's so important to remember that it's you know like it's one parallel i think with the movie and tv business as well is that it's not just the star it's not just the director sure. it's not just the the camera guy it's, it is that collaborative effort and it is through that collaboration that projects are born obviously you are a very front and center vocal part of that um but i think that's really lovely of you to acknowledge and uh something i think uh, in the way that perhaps some people can conduct themselves online. I think that's a really important message to remember, you know, with everything going on in the world right now, uh, with, you know, like the last of us part two, which has just been announced to be delayed. Um, I think it's important mm-hmm. for people to remember, uh, uh you know, it's, it, there's a lot more at stake than just like the, that one part of a game that you like, you know, that one action sure. it, it is that huge collaboration and, and it affects everyone. So it, it is a team effort. Um, definitely which is, is so important and um,
1: and and i have to say we are recording thursday april 2nd that uh that apex legends just won the BAFTA game award for best multiplayer game a couple hours ago which was so no exciting. no way
0: oh fantastic yeah. oh congratulations yeah. apex legends the, 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 <laughs> that that thing you're in that's awesome um,
1: yeah so so kudos to the team because they are incredible i'm so so honored and proud to be a part of uh, this game so
0: cool um, <laughs> that's great so and I don't know if you've ever again. You you surprised me with the hair thing because I really thought that that was going to be like a curveball. I love that you've been asked about that a lot.
1: Oh, um, so many times. And you know, she actually shows her hair in the when when she's um saying when when they introduced Watson um for the first time in one of the animatics um ah. and you see her hair a little bit um. And so if you watch that, I, I'm sure it's on YouTube still. If you watch that, you can see what her hair actually looks like. <laughs>
0: <Some> like, <laughs> some like true it's all, it's like a brief, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a brief, it's maybe like a second, maybe two seconds, but you can see her hair a little bit better there.
0: I uh, will investigate the fringe. Uh, it's, just, <laughs> it's Ridiculous. Um, so the, another thing that came up a lot um, was about uh, the character relationships. And I, I've, have you, there's a lot, I got several people asking me about this, about, watson and octane being like you a know ship?
1: it's so funny they ship watson with almost everyone except for okay. caustic <laughs> because well, that would just be too weird for obvious um, reasons
0: um but, for obvious um,
1: i mean he's like a father to her i mean yeah. they, i mean she's been shipped with everyone which is awesome i think it's so cool that the fans love to do that and all the fan art that has come out um of of watson and of the ships. I mean, it's incredible. It's so everyone has such incredible, um, lore ideas and, uh, backstory ideas. I love it. Um, officially I, I talked to one of the writers about this at my last session All and right. I said, you know, is there, you know, because I've heard about the the ship for, um, Wraith and Watson, the dark sparks ship. Have you heard about that? Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, that's Royals. a big, that's a big ship too. And the, and the walk the octane
0: watson shit right, right. So, okay so jay 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 on twitter was saying what do you think about the relationship between watson and wraith i had uh blether okay, yeah. i'm pronouncing pronouncing your name wrong but i'm gonna roll with it um said do you think watson would ever get the chance to ask mr plus ultra himself on a date <laughs> which is just fantastic uh, <laughs> for, for octane obviously um and uh, and then it, what i thought was one that i thought was really interesting uh, Kura Hikari asked, does Justine think Watson has a boyfriend or girlfriend, uh, or is her one true love the Apex games?
1: You know, definitely she loves the Apex games and she loves science and electricity. Um, when I talked to one of the writers at the last session, they said they didn't want to put out anything official yet about her relationship status. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to wait for them to, to say, um, what, what they're thinking. Um, maybe it'll come up down the line or maybe it will never come up. They love, they love that Watson has been, been shipped with so many different characters. Um, and I think, you know, it's, it's great to have an imagination and it's great to, um, to put a backstory and, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I love I mean, keep coming with the fan art. It's it's amazing. Everyone has been doing such a great job.
0: Yeah, actually that's something you God, you're helping me so much with my segues. Um <laughs> So um i Eve de Eve Eve I'm gonna go with Eve de Eve asks, um, uh, how often do you get fan art of the characters you play as? And do you have a favorite piece?
1: Oh gosh. I probably see fan art almost every day. It's really incredible wow. of Watson. Um, yeah, it, it's in so many different, uh, styles too, which is so cool. Um, one of my favorite pieces was, um, a, a, an artist that's, uh, that does, um, wood art. He burns, um, he burns like this art into, into wood pieces. Um, I posted it on my Twitter and Instagram. His name is Devin King king uh pyrography i think pyrography um is his instagram and uh and twitter um and it is so incredible he burned a a watson into a piece of wood and it's gorgeous and then painted it it is so beautiful
0: amazing just yeah i loved it the amount of creativity that's inspired so so, so cool yeah amazing Um, so there's a Sort of last couple of questions now, uh, sort of pulling from, our, from Twitter. And then I've got a couple that came in from Game On Daily. Um, uh, a couple of things that came up, which I think is really interesting, especially with Chris uh, Edgeley's stuff on, uh, on YouTube. You know, him, you know, those great videos of him streaming, playing the mm-hmm. game in character as Pathfinder, which I think totally. is just, just brilliant. Um, Modern Fairy, again, who popped up earlier uh, on Twitter, asks, would you ever consider doing live chats with groups of fans where you talk about voice acting? Either totally, either yeah. by Doing like you know Zoom meetings or Twitch broadcasts uh, where people could interact with you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I probably wouldn't do what Chris is doing, streaming and playing the game, because I'm so bad at Apex. <laughs> <laughs> I die so quickly. Oh no. Um, so it would probably be you know people just watching me die over and over again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wonder if that, that in itself has has its own entertainment value. I wonder. Right.
1: <laughs> Um, um, but yes, I, I, I love answering fan questions and, um, and talking about voice acting. So yeah, definitely.
0: Interesting. Okay, cool. So, cause that's something again, that, uh, that your Ezio asked was, you know, would you ever consider joining Twitch along with, you know, Johnny, Chris, Allegra, um, you know, about streaming? What They're are all mean?
1: so much better of gamers than I am. So <laughs> <laughs> probably not unless, probably not. unless I get a huge tutorial. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I love watching them though. I, I just, uh, popped in on on the chat on Chris's stream the other day and it was it was a lot of fun. Oh, he's great. he's hilarious. What yeah. A treat,
0: what a treat for the guys in that chat as well just to have him. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Um yeah. so we're going to turn to uh, Game on Daily, this is our other source of our questions for today's podcast. Um there uh, it's a really interesting actually couple of thoughts that uh, it kind of touches on actually how we started our uh, our podcast today. Um uh, Volkama asks on Game on Daily. Uh, what is uh, the most sort of like like guilty pleasure uh, that you've indulged in since being in lockdown? It might be like a film or something to eat or, you know, like a, a, a habit that you suddenly got into. Has, has something changed since being kind of in, in lockdown?
1: I am obsessed with the Netflix documentary series Tiger King. Oh, I yes. cannot stop watching. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, that is my guilty pleasure. I just love it. I think it's it's so fascinating. I, I've only finished, uh, episode three last night, so I'm definitely going to watch more tonight and probably tomorrow. Hopefully I'll finish it by this weekend. I can't wait to find out what's, what's happening. Have you been watching?
0: So no, I haven't, oh my and, gosh. and it's been—I know, I know, I know, I know. I keep people keep yelling at me about it, and I—you've and
1: got to see it. It's so
0: crazy. <laughs> I, I'm famously known for having like the most ridiculous backlog of things to watch. Um, my friend, my dear friend, uh, Jason. Actually, I've got my three best men. I'm getting married later this year, and uh, oh, congratulations! My, well, my three, my three best men. Uh, shout out to uh, Jason, Johnny, and Adam. Uh, they all three of them are in a constant state of fury with me because uh, I'm still only on season two of Game of Thrones.
1: Oh my gosh, you you got to keep up. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's, it's... How has it not been been spoiled for you? So
0: this is the thing. I have actually managed to dodge all spoilers. Wow. And the thing is... That
1: is so surprising. And
0: I've just now shot myself in the foot because the second this goes live, you now know that the... <laughs> it's going to be red wedding, purple wedding, just in the comments, it's is going to be everything. So um so yeah so actually so that that's really interesting that that's a, it, you kind of turned to the to the the netflix and the and documentaries as, oh, your, yeah. kind of, as your guilty pleasure um yes uh, <laughs> quackshot uh, from game on daily asks uh, it's actually a really interesting idea a kind of choose your own adventure style question um which kind of has different parts to it so they said uh if you found yourself stranded on a desert island uh, which, by the way, for the sake of this uh, story, uh, the Desert Island has working mains electricity, by the way, so it has power. Fantastic. Very helpful. Great. Right? Uh, <laughs> thank goodness that you brought along either your PC or games console. Which one do you pick? PC, computer, or console?
1: You know, I don't have either. I have a Mac, and I don't have a games console. So, oh, okay. So, you know, yeah, I, I... I play games when I'm at other friends' houses, um, or, you know, I've, I've played at Respawn. Um, okay. I played at the EA Play convention, which was a lot of fun, but I, I really am not a huge gamer. I It's really fun. Um, I just feel like if I got a console or if I got a PC to play on, I would get very obsessed. <laughs> 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 I might not job get, and i might not be as productive <laughs> yeah
0: get like absorbed down the wormhole and now tiger king's landed so that's no even worse <laughs> um so uh, well that <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> i don't think we could choose the rest of this adventure because they're all cut <laughs> game references um so uh, uh melvin the great from game on Delhi asks and i'm and now i'm assuming he's asking from watson's perspective here okay so i am at least i'm hoping <laughs> that that's the case uh does watson prefer uh, a dad bod and yes i did just say that a dad bod <laughs> or a six-pack
1: you know i think she would be happy with anything anyone that makes her happy
0: you she's that is such the best a cheerful answer.
1: person and i think it's more about the personality
0: justine you have just one life that, <laughs> that is such a lovely answer because because there's, there's so many so many people would have gone well, I, I'll have to get back to you on that. I'm thinking maybe a six-pack if they've worked, been to the gym enough. You know, that's really that's really <laughs> lovely. What a lovely answer. So our, our final question for you from the Bucket of Drivel um, is our top question that i picked out. Uh, this is back on Twitter. Um, and uh, it relates to the heirlooms. You know, each character's been getting uh, their own heirlooms. So you've got uh, right. uh, Pathfinder with his boxing gloves. Uh, Octane recently just got his knife, which has the, the chemical in it that makes him go faster. Um, right
1: that's so cool
0: and uh which was yeah which is brilliant and um and now listen i can't i need to that's the one person whose name i didn't get and i will make sure that i i give them the props they deserve quick trip to <laughs> twitter okay i've got it i've got it Little edsm asks on twitter what heirloom would you like to see uh for watson would it be something cute like an electrical baton or baton depending on your pronunciation, or would it be something hilarious like an electric baguette?
1: Electric baguette. Let's do that. (laughs) I love it.
0: (laughs) First of all, electric baguette sounds like the name of an amazing indie band. Um,
1: Totally. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Totally the best indie band. Definitely.
0: I am the front man of electric baguette. Um, (laughs) uh, But that, so yeah, so I mean, obviously that is that electric baguette, right? Like just a piece How can you
1: not have an electric baguette? I don't even know what that would be like, but I'm- dying to find out
0: just just a just a tuna baguette with like a battery in it <laughs> it just looks Love amazing um, <laughs> i just thought that was such a lovely uh, lovely question uh, so <laughs> that about wraps it up for this pilot episode this episode one of some drivel my guest today has been justine huxley voice of watson from apex legends justine thank you so much for giving up your thank time thank you um you have literally helped us get this off the ground Oh, Um, I'm so glad. And I I just couldn't be happier. Uh, So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Is there anything you want to say as a sign-off to any of the Apex community or any of your fans listening?
1: Thank you guys so much for playing. I really, really appreciate all the love for Watson. Um, Thank you for being so kind and funny. And thank you again for all the fan art and the support. We we love you guys. Thank you. That's
0: lovely. (laughs) Merci beaucoup yes and we did get some french in at the end fantastic <laughs> um so yeah so guys listen thank you so much for listening we are the some dribble podcast you can find us on twitter at the dribble bucket we will be announcing our guest for episode two very very soon we will again be taking questions for the dribble bucket and we're also uh, on instagram uh, at some dribble. you can find us on facebook at some dribble as well and we'll be posting the podcast to all good podcast services spotify Apple, iTunes, Google things, uh, etc., etc. I've been your host, JT. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time for some more dribble.